This is the Z Code Sports Betting Podcast. Are you struggling to find success betting sports? Tired of empty promises and scams handicapping services? Wondering why Vegas sports books become richer and richer and how you could win on sports too? This podcast is what the sports investing industry truly needs an insider look into proven successful strategies. Z Code Podcast is your crash course in sports investing that destroys popular misconceptions and provides invaluable sports prediction analysis tools that you can download for free. We outline insider winning systems from experts that make a living through sports investing and explain how you can do it too. Armed with the best tools in the industry and a proper mindset, sustaining profits is easier than ever before. Welcome to Z-Code Podcast. Hey guys, today with us is a Z-Code member who is very experienced in a market that has grown very fast in the last few months in fantasy sports. And not many are aware of this, but there is some serious, serious money flowing through this industry that is just blowing up right now. Now, it's not just a hobby, and with the right tools, you can be very successful with this. So our good friend here today, Frank, is going to share with us some of his wisdom, and he's going to give us some highlights of the industry, and hopefully we can dig into maybe some secrets that are going to help you to use the tools in your favor and, as always, be profitable. So welcome to the show, Frank. If you wouldn't mind starting out, just take a minute, tell us a little bit about yourself, maybe what's your story, what's your background. Hi, how are you? Thank you. Uh, yes, uh, I'm actually a, uh, a veterinarian, and uh, I've been veterinarian for about 20 years. But I've always been a sports enthusiast, and I've enjoyed uh, playing sports um, for for many many years. And uh, really, up until a few years ago, I really never never thought much about sports investing until uh, recently. And uh, I just figured, you know, most of the time it was just uh, you know, things that you gamble, and uh, I never really thought there was actually a way you can actually in, become an investor. Um, but um, then I came upon uh, the the big ads, the the daily fantasy ads, and I said, well, you know, it seems easy enough. Let's let's um, at least give it a go. So um, you know, probably for the past uh, few years, uh, I've been dabbling in it, and um, now it. It's a really I've become focused uh, and getting better and better, and um, actually um, had a good weekend, good weekends, and um, uh, really enjoying it right now. With having a background as a veterinarian, I thought mm-hmm. your story might be that you started out in in horse racing, betting on horses, because <laughs> <laughs> you had some insider information. <laughs> I yeah, actually yeah, I'm more or less a small animal veterinarian. I, I did have some. I do have a horse myself, but I don't do any horse betting. Um, I just I right. haven't gotten involved with that yet. But it is something to be interesting about. <laughs> well, you know, we've like I said in the introduction, we've seen that the fantasy sports are becoming very popular. Um, I think I have heard more commercials about fantasy sports leagues this year alone than I did all the other years of my life combined. Um, so let's move into that topic. Let's talk about some DFS 101, if you don't mind. And I guess we'll start with the obvious question. What are these daily fantasy sports? Yeah, uh, basically uh, what what it is is uh, you're investing in the performance of the players. Uh, how do they 
you know, the stats and, and the exciting things that we all know about uh, of fantasy. You know, back probably many, many, long, long time ago, you know, you always had the uh, people guessing who are the better players. Uh, you know, you always had people talking about, you always see on sports shows or something, well, what if we had this guy and this guy and this guy? And they would actually compare them. And then it started involving where people would, create their own little leagues and um they would say that you know create their own little rules score um scoring system and rules and um they set up a little league among themselves and people would say you know let's do this season long and you know they would go that way and probably not until you know i would there's still you know maybe 2007 or so when uh, FanDuel and, and DraftKings really uh, came out to to um, say, why don't we do this every day? You know, have a pick your player, and if they're injured, don't worry about it. If they're, you know, if the game's suspended or something like that, you can, you know, your your team's not sunk. And that's when it really, really took off. Is is the whole idea of just pick your players and. Um, and go and every day is a new quote unquote season. So uh what what it is essentially is um you're picking players you think are gonna do the best that day and um and you're trying to uh score the most points uh, based on the scoring systems and um and uh, if you're lucky enough or if you're skilled enough you can actually come out with a lot of money. <laughs> Yeah, it's very, very popular, like I said. I mean, it's always been around, um, at least everywhere I've pretty much worked has had some type of like fantasy football league. But it's it's really become, I think, a part of exploding and becoming a part of pop culture here lately. I mean, there's even a TV show out, The the League. Mm -hmm. If you haven't seen that, uh, I advise everybody listening to watch it. It's absolutely hilarious, even if you're not into fantasy betting or fantasy football leagues or anything like that. Um, do you think there's anything that makes it, I don't know, what makes it so popular or what makes it better than, let's say, regular betting? Um, first, you know, I think it originally started out with the people just loving the idea of drafting. You know, drafting that dream team um, was always, I think, the initial part of the the attraction. And then I think the, the electronic age, you know, now you can access, you know, the internet anywhere you can team up with anybody anywhere you can you can uh, plug in lineups do research i think the electronic age has just just been the perfect medium for this type of thing to to really take off um another interesting reason i thought was the fact that a lot of people got excited you know they love sports but the day-to-day thing was really not as uh, as interesting to people you know just just because uh you know we had busy we had busy lives we 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 do this and that but i think the the idea of daily fantasy sports has really piqued the interest of the everyday game um you're not just focused on the championships or the divisions or the super bowls you're focused on every sunday or or every nhl game you can actually get to know the players and, and really see what uh, they do. And um, when you actually have a little money behind the game, uh, you, you actually appreciate the game, the, the sports in general as, uh, as a, as a whole. Um, of course, the, the bookies themselves have really made it uh, enticing with the concept of free entries, 
you know, use this promo code and you can actually literally win millions of dollars with little or no money down. Um, so that obviously is piquing a lot of interest. Um, <laughs> and <Yeah. laughs> so, so yeah, no, you made some really, <laughs> I was say you made some really good points there. Cause I was just really thinking about that, that, you know, before, if your, your hometown team or who you were a fan of began to drop off and have a bad season, it was hard to emotionally stay connected uh, for the rest of the season. But if you've got this fantasy team and you're kind of emotionally and financially invested uh, week after week, that's got to be great for the sport as well. Oh, yeah, no question. And I think that's why the big sports um, uh, kingdoms, you know, ESPN and, and NBC and ABC have all invested into these big fantasy sites because it just it's more content for them. It's more um, it just piques more interest. It's just, you know, it's a win win for everybody. Sure. And of course, fantasy sports are huge here in the United States. And, and because of that, I know that more and because of the Internet, what you were talking about, the yeah. technology nowadays, more and more countries are starting to make adjustments in the regulations, uh, obviously, to cash in and get a piece of this industry. Um, what are some of the, the reasons behind those changes and, and are they adapting quickly or do you think there's a lot of international presence now or is it still pretty much a really American thing? Well, I think you know the it's it's just a matter of time. Um, right now, uh, there's only a few uh, like um, UK licenses out there. I think Mondo Goal is is a, a, fo- a soccer site which is that people across the pond can can get into right away. Um, there's also another one. Um, uh, DraftKings is going to start um, with their uh, connection to the UK, getting a UK license. That's probably coming up in the fourth quarter uh, of this year, so so that's what they're saying. So uh, those are two two big ones that are that are out there right now. I suspect there's another one out there um, that uh, recent it uh, used to be called Victive, and um, now I think it's um, I'm trying to remember their site. But I think it's called um, Sports. Uh, it's by uh, Amaya. They've they've recently bought bought them out and uh, they're already uh, international it's an international uh, international betting site and so they're taking up their um, and I'm sure they'll be ready within the, within a year or two but uh, I think the re- the biggest reason why um, the daily fantasy has taken off on this side of the pond at least is because they've actually differentiated themselves from uh, gambling, uh, so to speak. Uh, they actually, um, you know, the legislatures didn't, they wanted to, they didn't want um, internet gambling because uh, of, you know, they wanted to regulate everything and they want to make sure that this isn't, you know, become some massive, you know, competitor to Vegas or whatever. But uh, so they wanted to make sure that uh, daily fantasy sports was not gambling. So some of the things they did to, to stipulate that is they had a big, um, a big, inter- a big law called the Unlawful Internet Gambling Act, and this is back in 2006. And they basically said you cannot look in any way, shape, or form like gambling. You can't put a team on there. You can't say um, uh, you can't put a player on there like a typical prop bet. Uh, you can't have a growing jackpot like a lottery. Uh, so basically, they're just saying, look, as long as you don't look like gambling. 
you're good. And um, sure enough, they said, look, this is how we're going to do it. And um, they've taken off. Hmm. Interesting. <clears throat> what are the most popular games that newbies can start in or participate in? Uh, the, every site has a different uh, a different type of salary or a different type of uh, you know, setup as far as positions and things like that. But they all have general types of games. The, tip, the first type is like a head-to-head game, and that's where the name FanDuel comes from. Is uh, your it's fan versus fan, my lineup versus your lineup. That's called a head-to-head matchup. Uh, another type of game is called a, a 50-50 type of game. A 50-50 game is where the top 50% of the lineups actually win, and the bottom 50% um, they they don't they don't win. And then the third type is a guaranteed prize payout. Basically, it's it's like a big tournament where hundreds to even thousands of lineups are submitted and only a top, you know, maybe one-fourth of, of, the, of, of those lineups win, and they win big, though. So uh, those are the typical contests that, are, that are, are offered. There are some other ones out there, pick'ems and things like that, but um, the ones that we should be focused on are more or less the head-to-head games, the 50-50 games, um, and if you want to go for the big big enchilada, you can do some guaranteed prize payouts. All of the sites uh, also offer what they call free rolls, which are no-cost entry games. And these are great for testing your lineups, great for learning how it works, great to learn how the system, uh, the scoring system works, and get a good feel of how uh, how you should be you know, um, throwing, putting lineups in a certain uh, website. And once you get the hang of it, too, you can even create your own games. Uh, you can put up, a, let's say, if you want to have a Z-code forum-only game, you can invite, um, you can put the prize up there. You can put uh, how many people you, know, you want to put in, and, you know, a maximum pool of players you want to put in there, and it, it make it private so no one else can can join except Z code members and you know, you're good to go. So it's kind of neat in that event too. So it's sort of like your own little online office, office pool. <laughs> yeah. Very cool. Have you, you've already kind of mentioned uh, the most popular bookies out there by name, FanDuel, DraftKings. Um, so we're probably going to have listeners that are right away. are going to start Googling those names. Uh, maybe you could help shorten our learning curve and go ahead and tell us some of the pros and cons of each of those. Sure, sure. Um, FanDuel was the original, um, probably probably the biggest one, and DraftKings is, I think, steadily overtaking it just because they have so much invested in it. But uh, uh, bo- they both have different types of uh, setups um, as far as you know their salary cap, their lineups, how you put them in. So you have to learn those. Like for instance, we're in the we're in the uh, NFL season right now. Um, you know, DraftKings has this you know a certain type of lineup uh, positions you have to put in. But they have a nice little feature in there called uh, like a late night swap or a late swap where if you let's say you're putting in lineups for this Thursday to to Monday night game um, and somebody you hear has gotten hurt or injured, you can actually remove and change those players before the game has actually gone off. So let's say you have a game like in Baltimore and Pittsburgh, 
and you have, uh, you know, Cincinnati uh, playing on Sunday, and you put some players that are on maybe Andy Dalton or a Cincinnati player, and you find out he's hurt. Well, even though the game has started at, you know, 8.30 on Thursday, uh, you're the game that you've entered in, you can actually change out players, not the ones that are obviously playing at that time, but you can change the players that are, have yet to play. Um, so that's a nice feature there. Uh, if you're playing on FanDuel, they don't have that feature. So you have to be a little more careful with your lineups. You want to make sure that people aren't that are listed as probable or listed as day-to-day. You might want to avoid putting them in a lineup that's not going to play for several days. Um, one of the features I like about FanDuel is they have a, a feature where you can actually click on a gamer's name. So let's say um, you want to do a head-to-head and you put in a lineup and you're playing against uh, this name that maybe says CSUR98 um, RAM and, and you click on his name and it looks like he's got uh, maybe uh, 20, 30,000 wins under his belt. That's someone you want to exit exit the table and find somebody else uh, because sort of like the adage, you want to know the people who, who you're competing against. And if you're playing against someone with a, thousands and thousands of wins and you've just started, you want to probably avoid that and maybe go toward, you know, try to find somebody that has the same uh, win ratio as yourself. So I like that about FanDuel is that you can pick some, you can actually, Choose the table you want to compete in versus versus not. So, DraftKings has that nice late swap late swap sweet feature, and FanDuel um, more or less you can pick who you like to play against. The smaller sites, there's lots of smaller sites out there, and uh, probably one of the advantage of the smaller sites is that the, is that the sharks, the the veterans are less likely to be on there because, you know, the smaller sites don't have the big payout. So, I mean, these guys have, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars bankrolled and they're only playing for the big bucks. So they're less interested in the, you know, $5 head-to-head on a uh, maybe a, a lesser site when they're playing on the, the big the big FanDuel's and the DraftKings. So another strategy is, to actually um, start your bankroll in a smaller site, so perhaps maybe something like Draft Day or or um, Fantasy Feud or uh, Fantasy Draft, Fantasy Hub. Those are all little smaller sites. I think uh, Draft. Um, uh, another one is um, Draft Team. Things like that, and and start start your built bankroll building there because you're less likely to meet up with some of those sharks. Um, because again, there's so many sites out there. It's harder, just hard to manage putting entries everywhere, you know, you know, actually building it that way. So, um, that's the, some things that we could look into. Probably the downside of that, oh, that is we don't have a, a Z code, uh, predictor for that one yet. <laughs> right. Well, what sports do you play and, and, and out of the ones you're playing, uh, which one is your most profitable and why do you think it is? Well, my the favorite ones I, I like is the NFL and the Major League Baseball, um, and um, uh, I've enjoyed uh, this uh, this past few weeks of NFL have been pretty good to me, so I'm, I'm pretty happy with that. And, and Major League is my uh, up and downs. Um, I've had some. I've been learning more and more about the NBA and the NHL, and I'm hoping my my new family at Z Code will help, will 
will give me experts on that because it looks like we got a lot of nice uh, experts in, on the NHL there. So I can't yeah. wait. That's coming up soon. So, but um, uh, esports is another one that uh, I think is going to explode, and I think DraftKings has just started uh, esports. Uh, so uh, we have a, we have a couple experts uh, such as Will and those guys, um, Timo and them, and I think that they're they're they would be good resources to uh, get involved with some esports um, with daily fantasy. What is the process? So let's break it down and kind of look at the process that you would use or follow to get an ideal lineup. I mean, is this a thing where you're going and checking stats or you just work off of hunches? You got a lot of personal experience. What's your process there? Well, I, up until recently, uh, you know, until I joined, um, the Z code, I really, I just went from site to site and I just said, Oh, you know, give me your picks. And it just didn't work out. <laughs> I just, everyone says the same thing and more or less. And I think everybody go, I mean, I mean, there is definitely, um, a lot to, to it for success, but I think, um, with the tools that I've just, you know, gone within the past few months with you guys, as far as the, um, checking the lines, checking your Vegas lines, checking, uh, your, your, um, line reversals, uh, see where that money is going, uh, really takes a lot of the, uh, the edge off. Right now, what I do is the first thing I do is I check the lines. I look to see where uh, for something like baseball, I want to see what games are predicted to go, you know, uh, have a high over under. Uh, if a game is going to go uh, have a high over under, uh, I'm usually targeting my hitters from those teams. Uh, if I see a game that has a low total, um, I'm usually targeting pitchers. Uh, such as tonight, uh, there is a um, great game going that's going to be hitting the, around 10 o'clock at Eastern Time is the San Francisco and Los Angeles. And you have uh, Clayton Kershaw going against Madison Bumgarner. That game is not going to be you know, uh, a 10 to 9 game by any stretch of the imagination. So uh, that game is actually going to be very, very low scoring. So you definitely want to target your pitchers. Uh, maybe either or or both, and um, you know, try to build your lineups around them. Uh, the downside of that is you're going to be getting some value. Got you're going to have to be looking for some value, guys. So, uh, generally, what I do for those two again is uh, target those pictures and then fade those batters. So you don't want to put any of the batters in their lineup. Uh, you want to get uh, something something like maybe a higher total, like a Arizona, Colorado, or. Uh, you want to get uh, Texas, you know, Detroit, something that Vegas predicts to have a decent, uh, a decent uh, run total, and then go from there. But uh, and then I usually follow, see what the Zico predicts. I see where, where if there's any line reversals going on, and, um, and then I check my weather reports. I want to make sure games like this week is are getting rained out and make sure who's who's injured and who's not and, and make sure I don't play any of them and uh, usually uh, good to go. I want to ask you that something in, in traditional sports investing that we sometimes see, especially with newbies, is that they come, it's hard not to bet on their favorite team, um, on their home team. Uh, they're just emotionally attached to it and, and they disregard the data and they bet on their team. 
Uh, do you think, do you see with guys that you're playing with in these fantasy leagues that they have trouble resisting the temptation to do the same thing, to use players from the teams they really know and they really enjoy? Uh, yes, that, that was an early, early error on, on, you know, on my part. And those are actually players you want to look for sometimes. You know, if you, if you see on FanDuel someone with a, uh, Atlanta Falcons, you know, logo and, and they only played maybe a hundred games or something like that, you might want to think about playing with them because they're here, they're playing, they're actually playing the game to see what their players do on TV and, and to see, wow, you know, see, uh, Matt Ryan got 20 points and that's how he did. And then, but you being a smarter investor would actually have a, uh, a, a lineup based on your system, whether it be, you know, who you know is going to win and, and put your players in there or, or based on the, uh, based on your uh, daily, maybe the predictor, but uh, yeah, a lot of these new plays, especially why, especially in football, and and you know, th- when the season starts, baseball starts, a lot of people want to pick their teams. They want to see how they play on TV, and um, they go on that. And you know, if they win, they win. If they lose, they lose. They just don't care. But you know, a smart a smart investor is going to actually play based on stats based on Vegas lines, based on, you know, the, based on the hardcore data. Uh, for the sports investor that's making the transition over to the fantasy leagues, is this like a similar bankroll management that, that they would use that they do in their t- conventional sports investment? Yeah, you want to make sure you – it's so easy to get attracted to the those big tournaments, you know, the big payouts and you can drop a lot of cash. But if you're not, if you don't have some sort of bankroll system in place, you're going to be going to get frustrated. You're going to lose a lot of money fast and you're going to say it's, it's all luck. It's not worth it. And so as a general rule, uh, you don't want to bet any more than 10% of your bankroll on a given day. And you probably want to put 80% of your daily uh, investment um, into safe options, things like head-to-head, single-entry 50-50s. Um, and you can even, if you want to do two or you know five-man leagues, something, you know, something simple. You don't want to put all of your day's investment into that big tournament because chances are very slim you're not going not gonna, to uh, do well. Another uh, way, uh, if I know a lot of people are talking about you know, ABC uh, types of progressions. I'm sure we can uh, come up with a good system. I know there was a system out there. If you maybe bet, uh, do a flat bet, and then if you lose, you know, do a B bet on another 50-50 or, or, you know, it's also good strategies there. Um, Currently what I, what I found to be the best is um, if I, if I lose my A bet, I might do a three man league, uh, making for and those three man leagues pay out a little bit more. So let's say I do a five dollar bet on a head to head. Maybe I didn't do well that day. Maybe the following day I'll do a I'll do a a um, ten dollar bet on a, a three man league and do a recovery bet. That I mean that's definitely a, an option there. So I think uh, you know given the um, the Zico community's um, savvy, we can come up with some real good systems. Absolutely. And, and the geniuses in the Z Lab there, they're always creating these 
revolutionary tools uh, for all of us to use. And they recently launched the Z Code Fantasy Predictor, I think it's called. And I want to ask you, as an experienced fantasy better, um, could you maybe guide us or give us some tips on how to make the most profit with that tool? Uh, yes, uh, I, I find that the the Z code predictor works uh, very well in the smaller slates. Like for instance, uh, to, tonight I've uh, about 15 minutes before uh, the nine the 940 on DraftKings, the 940 slate. I you know I put in uh, I just plugged in the Z code. Um, and I had to make some some modifications because uh, I, you know, Z code puts in you know the two top pitchers and then puts batters from that team. I need to fade those out. But a lot of times, um, you know, the two, three, four slates, Z code is able to. Um, I don't know what projections you use, but it's amazing to pick the players that are less often picked. This the the, the public, and uh, that variance is just enough. To uh, to to make, come home and cash in. As a matter of fact, well, last night I inadvertently um, put a twenty-five dollar um, entry uh, on a three-man league, and I checked my and I didn't check the players who I was playing against. I found out I was playing against some of the top top guys in the industry, and um, it, fortunately, um, I think it was a low-scoring. Uh, no scoring night for baseball. I think it was like 30 points or something, but the, those, uh, those veterans only pumped out 22, 23 points. So I ended up, uh, sneaking a win based on the, on the fantasy predictor. <laughs> a small little adjustment makes a big difference. Yeah, huh? yeah. Yeah. It doesn't seem on the uh, large slates and I, and it might be just a matter of some tweaking of projections or whatever. It just doesn't seem to fare as well with the larger slates, but, um, I think, you know, on a head to head basis, a Z code is a, you know, a fast and easy way to, to really have a good chance of winning. What's the biggest win or, or even the biggest loss that you've had on the daily fantasy sports? My, uh, one of my biggest wins was actually my first win ever. And, um, Wow, <laughs> and uh, it was uh, I was playing with my kids again. It was more or less, you know, just a lucky. Uh, it was more or less a lucky because I really didn't. You know, I played exactly how everyone else played. This was, you know, and uh, it was like an Atlanta Tampa Bay game, and it's like, oh, Tampa Bay stinks. Let me just, just stack all the Falcons, and I won like ninety bucks. And I was like, wow, this is easy. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> guess what? Just like I think, you know. The worst thing you could do is win win your first uh, poker game or whatever, you know, <laughs> yeah, because you don't know what you're doing and you just think it's easy. And without a strategy, you know, you blow through that bankroll, you blow through the wins, and and I just didn't, you know, it just to me it was it was frustrating nonetheless. But anyway, that was my my worst. I think I relo- you know, re re. Uh, Recashed or whatever, I had to charge up the the account several times because I just kept losing and losing after that big win because I just thought it was just a matter of just pick your favorite guys and go from there. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, you know, up until recently, I when I first joined Z, Z Code uh, probably a few months ago, uh, I had Z, I really didn't put anything in my FanDuel account. I, I had like zero. Uh, it just I was like, well, let's see what happens. I put twenty five bucks in. 
and currently I am up to about two hundred sixty-five dollars. And uh, you know, it, it's just from slow and steady wins the race. Uh, it, That's it. Yeah, yeah. Do you have any uh, special gems, maybe, of information that you could reveal to some of our guys that are starting out uh, in sports trading overall? Um, or something that you feel others might be missing when they come to the table in the beginning? Yeah, probably the biggest thing is, um, well, a few things are playing those players that, that just are either probable, day-to-day, um, uh, the ones that are iffy. Um, if, if you play those players, you're, you're, it's actually you're, you're, you're more or less gambling that they will perform like they do like like you believe they should and and you have to be careful of that you have to be mindful of the weather so if you for for sports that are weather dependent such as baseball and football and soccer you know if it looks like it's going to get postponed or if it looks like it's going to be delayed um, a lot of funky things will happen to your lineups if if you're not cognizant cognizant of that um i'm not sure uh, well uh, uh, NBA, things like that, uh, lineups change quickly. I know fans probably of the San Antonio Spurs were, would, would tell you that, uh, you know, how Big Poppy likes to change those lineups and save his, save his men. Um, so, you know, if you're not careful of, of your, who's playing that day, you can get really burned fast. So if, make sure you know who's going to play, um, and you might have to check up until, um, up until game time if you're not ready because you can lose a lot of uh, games just by players that have been injured or have been benched, suspended, or if the game's postponed, you know, because in daily fantasy, you don't get um, your entry fee returned if a game's been postponed or the pitchers change. Uh, Mm. That is the scores are basically zero for the player you put in. So the only time uh, the daily fantasy site will return your money is if, you play a game that is not guaranteed to, um, let's say it's a player made 50-50 and 100, 100 people are, are, is the maximum uh, or is the, uh, is the amount that needs to be filled. Then only 70 people fill it. The game does, you know, then the game doesn't fill and the, then they return your, return your entry fee. But if you play in a guaranteed game uh, and only 70 people are in it, well, you're, the luck and chances of you getting cash are actually better. Um, so there are some tools out there um, to find those, but those are hard to, harder and harder to find. Um, so the big three are know uh, who's injured, who's, who's, who's going to play, know your weather reports for those outdoor uh, events, and also uh, watch, um, you know, again, watch for the, the sick or the benched players. Frank, there's been a lot of great information that you've given us today and kind of shed on fantasy sports, and we're really happy to have you in the Zico community now. And it's, I just felt it was a really great podcast, and I really appreciate you taking the time and sharing your knowledge with us today. Well, thank you, guys. I'm, I'm glad to help, and, and hopefully we'll continue to make this grow and um, you really um, become the experts ourselves and people start coming to Z-Code for daily fantasy advice. Absolutely. And guys, don't forget to check out the uh, fantasy sports predictor that Frank and I were talking about in this episode. You can find that at zcodesystem.com forward slash fantasy underscore sport. 
Again, that's zcoachsystem.com forward slash fantasy underscore sport. And go create some awesome lineups. It's very easy to use, and the results, like he was saying, are quite amazing. Thank you for listening to Z-Code Sports Betting Podcast. I hope you enjoyed the show today. Remember to go to iTunes and post your comment and topic suggestion for the next episode. We love to hear from you. See you on the next show. Have a fantastic day.